The ruling essentially says that the climate is part of the environment and therefore protected under the Montana Constitution. A legal victory this week for 16 young people who sued the state of Montana over their right to, quote, a clean and healthful environment, as laid out in the state constitution. The plaintiffs argued the way Montana greenlights fossil fuel projects violates that right, and the judge agreed. So what's next? Amanda Eggert is a journalist with the Montana Free Press. Hi, Amanda. Welcome back to ClimateCast. Hi, thank you for having me on. Break down the ruling for us. How did the judge arrive there? The judge has essentially said that climate change is happening. It's happening in Montana. It's causing harm to the plaintiffs and that the state has played a role in furthering those harms. So she has directed the state to start doing greenhouse gas analyses in its permitting process. And she's also struck down two laws that were passed by the Montana legislature, one of which bars the state from considering greenhouse gas emissions in its environmental review process. And another essentially makes it harder for Montana's challenging a project to go to court over a project that they are concerned about. So walk us through what the state was doing and how this ruling could change that. Well, according to one of the plaintiff's expert witnesses, the state has not denied a fossil fuel project in its history. So it's permitted coal mines, gas plants, coal-fired power plants, and the plaintiffs had argued that this was harming their constitutional right to a clean and healthful environment. And the ruling essentially says that the climate is part of the environment and therefore protected under the Montana Constitution. How did the plaintiffs prove the harm caused by climate change and emissions? Almost all of the plaintiffs testified during the trial, either the plaintiffs themselves or a guardian, and they described very specific impacts ranging from participating in an evacuation due to a nearby wildfire to loss of cherished activities like maybe fishing. They've talked about how asthma and allergies are making it harder for them to enjoy time outside during some months of the year. And I can also think of a couple of plaintiffs that described economic harms. So one of the plaintiffs uh, has a family ranch in southeastern Montana that has seen drought and wildfire. Another plaintiff is a ski instructor at a local ski hill. And there have been weeks where she's been unable to work because there isn't enough snowpack to open the mountain. Can you see any implications here for the fossil fuel industry in Montana and for the clean energy sector? The judge has directed the state to conduct analysis of greenhouse gas emissions, but she did not go so far as to say that the state cannot approve a fossil fuel project. There's a, a little bit of squishiness there, and I think I've talked with some people who are more closely aligned with fossil fuel interests who say, well, it's going to make the permitting process more cumbersome and expensive, but it won't necessarily change the outcome. And then I've also spoken with other people in the renewable energy sphere who say that the ruling also says that the state has to have the ability to deny a project on the basis of greenhouse gas emissions. So there's a little bit of uh, disagreement, I would say, about how that will look in practice. What are you watching for next? Obviously, there's still more to be fleshed out in the coming years. And of course, there's also the appeal by the state. I think it's worth noting that in the closing arguments, the state basically said, we are not arguing with 
climate change impacts necessarily. We are not arguing that climate change is not human caused. What we are arguing is that Montana's contribution is minimal in the global scale and that any policies to address climate change properly belong with the legislature rather than the judiciary. So what's going to happen next is that the legislature will essentially shape how greenhouse gas analysis is going to occur in future environmental permitting processes, but I'll certainly be watching to see what that appeal looks like. Amanda Eggert with the Montana Free Press, thanks so much for sharing your work uh, about this ruling on ClimateCast today. Thanks so much for having me on. That's ClimateCast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hutner.